Hello there, thanks for joining me on the uh, broadcast today. Of topic is that of abortion. Now, we all know that the Supreme Court is currently considering the whole issue of abortion, and um, this all emanates from the long history of Road Roe of Roe versus Wade. That is now before the Supreme Court as to whether this will continue as is, or whether there will be modifications at the federal level, or whether there will be recommendations to go back to the various states and let the states determine what the terms of abortion should be. So there may be many issues related to the abortion issue now before us, as the Supreme Court is now debating this issue among themselves, and already have had now the public hearing. So let's take a look at this issue of abortion, and... Um, What's happening across the country? Every state, virtually every single state, every single state is now considering various legislative actions to deal with this issue of abortion. California is one state that is undertaking a very major effort to reconsider the issue of abortion and to protect the abortion industry. So that's a point that you have to kind of understand. With the potential to, to overturn Roe versus Wade, you know, at the Supreme Court level, uh, many states are adopting legislation to protect the unborn. Now, that is very important to understand that. Legislation to protect the unborn. But, at the same time, there is an abortion industry that is placing a great deal of energy and placing a great deal of pressure on legislators to come up with bills to protect the abortion industry. Now, there's the difference. Does the bill protect the unborn, or does the bill protect the abortion industry? That's what's going on across the country, and that's how you have to understand what's going on at the legislative level. And when you hear about a bill being considered or passed or whatever, look at it from that perspective. Are we protecting the unborn, or are we protecting the abortion industry? Now, in California, there are a number of bills before the legislature. I'm going to give you just a handful of them to give you kind of a feel of what's going on. But this is just California, but this is going on every state in the union in some form. One of the types of uh, legislation uh, proposals are being considered. Here's one, which is known as the AB, the Assembly Bill 2586 in the California legislature. This bill would, would do this. It establishes a working group that is a committee, if you will, to address inequities in abortion access, inequities in abortion access, and declares the pro-life health clinics fake clinics, fake clinics, because they create a harmful barrier to productive health care access. That's what this bill says. Now, if you break it down, there's just a couple components to it that are really critical. Pro-life clinics, that's, that's pregnancy care centers of various kinds. They meet with people who are in a crisis pregnancy situation, or sometimes recalled to crisis pregnancy centers, and help them make the decision as to what of the options they should exercise and carry out. So what this bill says that these kind of clinics, pregnancy care centers, crisis pregnancy centers, are fake clinics, which means they need to be done away with. We need to outlaw them. 
because they create a harmful barrier to reproductive health care access. All that means is they might convince some woman to not proceed with an abortion, but to proceed with an alternative to abortion. And they don't want that. This bill says we don't want any options. We don't want any alternatives. We don't want any competing services. We just want abortion clinics. That's all we want in the state of California. So that's one bill. That's before the California legislature. Here's a second one, just to give you an an idea. This is called Assembly Bill 1918. And it establishes a reproductive health service corporation and a scholarship fund to recruit and train abortion providers in underserved areas. That's meaning in rural areas of California. That's what that means. Underserved areas are rural areas, small towns. So it establishes a corporation, a reproductive health service corporation, which means they can go anywhere and provide services. They don't have to live there. They don't have to be in that county. They don't have to be licensed in that county. They don't be licensed in that area. And then pro- set up scholarship funds that would be used to not only recruit abortion providers, but to train them in the act of abortion. So they could go into these underserved areas and carry it out and then have their educational costs wiped away, paid for under this particular fund. So a physician can have his educational funds and the debt paid for by this particular fund or a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant, if you will. So to set up these scholarship funds to recruit and to train abortion providers. That's really what this thing is all about. In other words, we don't have enough abortion providers in the state of California. We need to go and recruit them. We need to train them. Okay, here's a third bill. That's before the legislature here in California. It's called AB 2134. This establishes a reproductive health equity program, kind of a, another corporation, another uh, task force, another committee, if you will, to ensure abortion and contraceptive access for everyone, regardless of their ability to pay. That means for illegals and illegals. That means for the undocumented. That means for anybody living in the state of California to ensure they have access to abortion and access to contraceptive care and contraceptive care and provisions, no matter what your ability to pay is. So they'll provide such services for very, very rich women. They'll provide these same services for very poor women. Legal, illegal, doesn't matter. This is for all. Now here's another bill that's before the California legislatures, AB 1142. It establishes an informational website and the Abortion Practical Support Fund to provide grants to abortion providers, that's to physicians and to nurse practitioners and to physician assistants, for support services, okay? For for support services. That means women can come to California and their airfare is being paid, lodging is being paid, ground transportation is being paid from the airport to the abortion clinic and back, gas money is being paid or being provided, meals are provided, dependent child care is provided so that a woman can have access and obtain an abortion. Now let me just tell you this. In 1970 and 71, I talked to a woman. I can't remember the exact date and year, but it was right at that time. And she just had come back from California. And this was, she was living in a different state and gone from that state to California and back again over the weekend in an airline. And the airline, the airline loaded up women on Friday afternoon in that particular city, flew them to California so they had an abortion on Saturday, put them back on the plane on Sunday, and returned home. They called them cattle cars. That's what this woman said. Now, that was done in 1970, 71. So this bill is the same thing, is to 
create a transportational system for women from any state in the union to get on an airplane, have it all paid for, come to California, get the abortion, have it all paid for, all provision, and then return home. That's what this bill talks about. So it's not new. We've been doing it since 1971. Although now it hasn't been done because you have to be in the state in which the abortion is provided. But this would take away any state lines, any state control. Okay, here's another bill. Senate Bill 1375. It expands the number of clinicians who can perform abortions. And it allows nurse practitioners and physician assistants to perform abortions without being supervised by a physician not having to have a physician in attendance at the time. And it allows the nurse practitioner and the physician assistant to determine the health of the mother and the viability of the fetus, which means they are the ones that will determine whether an abortion can proceed or not. No physician involved, only a nurse practitioner and physician assistant. You know, I have talked to now 10 women who have had an abortion. Part of my uh, counseling uh, program and services I provide, I've talked to women and I learned that they had an abortion sometime in their life, which causes me then to pause and ask them how they feel about it and whether they would do it again and would they recommend it and you know what their opinion is about the abortion now at this point in time in their life since it's all over and it's done with and it's in the past. Not one woman out of 10 was glad she did it. Every woman I've talked to is regretful that they proceeded with the abortion. Now, that's very important information to understand and to uh, consider when we're looking at the abortion industry and the expansion of the abortion industry. We're creating a pressure on women to have an abortion, which they will regret, which they will be very sorry that they became part of, and it will mark their life forever. It will be a sorry point in their life forever. It will be a stress point in their life forever. It will be a crying point in their life forever. It will be a point in time that they will mark with regret and sorrow and anguish for the rest of their life. Our legislators need to understand that. We're not talking just about abortion. We're talking about a woman's life. and We're talking about a woman's future. And we're talking about a, the mental health of the woman. We're talking about the mental anguish that a woman will carry with her for the rest of her life. Why would we want to do that? Why would we choose to do that? Why would we encourage women to undergo a procedure that we know will be a detrimental aspect of their life for the rest of their life? Well, that's the question. Hey, good to have you join with me today, and I encourage you to do reading on this topic and to follow the legislative uh, actions that are going on in your state, wherever you live, on this topic of abortion. What are the bills being considered? And obviously, communicate with your legislator. Let them know that you have a particular opinion and you want them to consider that opinion. And you have facts that you want them to understand and to know. And if you have a personal story, tell it. Tell it to the legislators. If you have a personal story, tell it publicly as best you can and as you're able and as you feel comfortable. We need people to speak out. Anyway, there we are. Nice to have you join me, and bye for now. Mm -hmm.